See, it really comes down to two things. How bad do you want it? And how fast will you avoid the things that's keeping you from it? Your biggest distractions. The things that keep you limited and giving in to acting passive. On today's episode of 4AM Motivations, we start to recap the last episode with our guest, Victor, on all his best topics, including things like the 90-10 rule of 90% focus and 10% leisure, as well as the power of having a strong community and what it means to visualize nightly to set yourself up for successful mornings and how to use the concept of positive compounding to build momentum while starting your day. Enjoy. Good morning, good morning. I am Chris Mazzara and this is 4AM Motivations, a podcast that is completely and totally dedicated to your growth. So, it is currently 4.05 in the morning and we are recording our final episode of our series focused on a strong morning routine. Now, last episode, we had an amazing guest with Victor. Victor Golding, who dropped a whole lot of gold. We almost renamed the podcast Victor Motivations. We were truly so grateful to have him on and take a lot of that gold and knowledge and wisdom that he gave to us, which allows us to go over some of the concepts he explained and go a bit deeper today. So what did Victor speak on? Well, number one, he really spoke about visualizing the night before in his evening routine, which we've discussed in the past. We all need to have a successful evening routine that prepares us for every morning. And what Victor does every night is that he visualizes his next day. He always has a plan for his next morning, for the beginning of his day, which allows him to wake up with a purpose. Now, why is that important? Well, if we don't have a plan for the next day, If we don't have a structure of how every minute, every hour will be spent the next day, then why will waking up in the morning seem necessary? It won't. If you don't have a plan for the next day, let's say it's a day off from work or you're on summer vacation, what does that mean? Well, if you think you're going to wake up early just for the sake of waking up early, now you have so much greater of temptation for you to say, well... I got plenty of time this morning. I I can sleep in. Yeah, it's 5 a.m. right now. I can go at 9 a.m. and still have plenty of time for the day. You must have a plan. We all must have a purpose to the following day that allows and even requires a successful morning routine to create momentum for it. A requirement for you to be your best self, stepping into your plan for the day, into your own podcast, into your writing of the book or your workouts for the day. Whatever it is that your purpose is, your plan for the next day, it then allows for a purposeful and an intentional morning routine. So what does Victor do? He he visualizes Every night before going to bed, he visualizes his next day, exactly how it's going to go what his schedule, what his routine will be like. So now when he wakes up in the morning, there is an intentionality to it. When we are preparing ourselves for a successful morning, best believe it will always and truly start from the success of our evening routines. So what can you take away from this? Well, for one, do you have a plan for your next day? Regardless if you are going to work and it's a a regular day like every other is, what's the plan? What are your intentions? What are your main outcomes that you want to achieve the next day? 
Hey, maybe it is a day at work. How are you going to spend the time during your break, during your lunch? What type of book could you read? What type of progress could you make on your podcast, on your workouts, on your passion project? What is it? Have that plan set up the night before because it allows for a purposeful and intentional day the next day. Victor spoke about something that was very interesting. At one point, Victor had a very serious injury with his fingers where he almost cut them off, and it didn't allow him to work out. Didn't allow him to work out for about three or four months, which he said was the first time he had come close and really truly felt depressed. He didn't have routines. He didn't have a purpose to the next day. He knew that he couldn't wake up and do the most important things. So when he woke up, the day seemed purposeless. He couldn't fulfill his plans. We must have a purpose to every single day that drives us, that wakes us up with excitement, that we get passionate about. Best believe, when I wake up at 3 a.m., I am pumped to record this podcast. So the night before, when I'm preparing my plan for the next day and how successful it needs to be, Now, waking up the next morning has a purpose. It is intentional. I am passionate. There's no way in hell that I'm going back to sleep because I get to come talk to you all. Every day needs purpose. And where it starts is with your evening routine of having a plan. Now, the next bit of wisdom that Victor dropped on us uh, really was this idea of having small wins in the morning. Right when you wake up, how can you set yourself up with small wins? in which I commented back to him about the idea and concept of positive compounding. When we create the ability to have small wins in the morning, let's say it's as simple as getting right out of bed and we left our clothes right next to the bed. And the very first thing we do as we wake up is we put our shoes on, we put our clothes on. Well, what just happened? The very first commitment you told yourself to make, you made. You kept your promise to yourself. Now, Simply because you sat up out of bed, you put your shoes on, you put your clothes on, how much more likely are you now to go to the kitchen and get some water? And after you get that water, how much more likely are you to go on a walk to get your mind going? And then you come back from your walk and how much more likely are you not to go back to sleep, but then to go work on your podcast or your business plan or your book writing? It's the idea of positive compounding. How can we set up small wins, such easy wins that set us up for success? Because there is also an idea of negative compounding. When we make that first decision, we open our eyes, we look around for a sec, we look at the time on our clock and we say, "Mm, I'm going to go back to sleep. And then you go back to sleep. Now, when you wake up, An hour later, 30 minutes, how much more likely are you not to get out of bed and simply just grab your phone and start scrolling through it? How much more likely are you to delay and start putting off the things that you planned simply because you didn't keep the first promise to yourself? And then what happens? That negative compounding starts creeping into all the choices through your day. Let's say you had a plan to execute and make progress on the book, the podcast, the business plan during your lunch break that day? How much more likely are you now to sit back, chill, and just watch some YouTube and talk to your friends at work? There is an idea, a concept, 
of positive and negative compounding, which starts with the easy wins at the beginning of our days. Set yourself up for small wins right from the beginning of every morning. Even if that's as simple as putting your shoes on, your clothes on, drinking your water, your celery juice, or immediately getting up and going on a jog, whatever it is that's light enough, that's something you can handle, that you're capable of, of always getting started with. Now, the next concept that Victor spoke on, I thought was truly very interesting. And it was this idea of the 90-10 rule. He broke it down in a couple ways. And the first was this idea of 90% of his life is focused, it's driven, it's healthy. It's things that are sustainable for the longevity of his life. And that might mean going to work or providing for his family or reading, going to the gym, eating healthy, all these kinds of things. It is that healthy, focused intentionality. And then the 10% of it is the fun. It's the drinking. It's the unhealthy eating. It's the nights out, the staying up late, going out, making some irresponsible decisions. Whatever it is, it's only 10% of his life. Why I love that concept is because it's rewarding. Something that has truly helped me on my fitness journey is that I eat and work out extremely focused and healthily throughout the week. Every day, every meal, every workout, and then come time on Saturday, after I've finished work and it's about 12 o'clock, oh boy, I've got two things that I'm always going to do. Every Saturday, I'm going to have a very unhealthy meal, something that's just hearty, something that's heavy, something I can truly enjoy. This one meal, and for me, because I'm vegan, it's usually some kind of vegan chicken sandwich or some kind of fake burger, something that's really good and hearty. And I'm also going to have a beer. I'm a big stout guy. I like dark beers. However, the time that I have that stout is always on that Saturday. That one unhealthy meal, that one stout, and why it feels so damn good, so damn delicious, is because all week I sacrificed, I was focused, I was healthy, and the reward of that is that meal, is that beer. And I will tell you, when you have something that you look forward to all week after having nothing but healthy and focused days, whoo, you enjoy every moment of it. That bite of that chicken sandwich, that sip of that beer, it tastes better than anything. But when it's been a part of your whole week, the burger, the beers, the video games, the scrolling, when you make that a part of every day or consistent throughout your week, maybe it doesn't look like 90-10, but maybe it looks more like 40-60 or 50-50. Well, that doesn't quite taste the same because it isn't rewarding. It isn't something you earned. It's just something that's normal. Oh, I'll tell you how much greater it feels to have that reward waiting for you. How much better it tastes when it's something you've earned. It always feels better when it's earned. So the 90-10 rule, something you can apply throughout your life to create more success, but also a deeper appreciation to the amount of fun, the unhealthy things, the indulgent things, that 90-10 rule, let that guide you. Now also, he uses that 90-10 rule 
with the power of his community, the people he's around. Now, he said 90% of the people he's around are like-minded, people that can help him grow, that have that iron sharpens iron mindset, the people he works out with, the people he speaks about with faith, the people he reads books and discusses with. He has deep discussions and he's always building his mind. However, 10% of the people in his life are people that he needs to educate, in his exact words. People that he needs to inform and educate because he knows he needs to be a positive light in their life because they're not making the proper decisions for themselves. The power of community. Who are you keeping in your circle? Well, again, that was the homework from last week as well. The homework of analyzing the people within your circle and understanding, hey, are these people sharpening you? Are these people bettering you? Are these people that are greater than you that you have to strive for and be just as good as? And maybe you need to modify. Maybe you need to make some changes. Very possibly you need to hang out with this person a whole lot more and this other person a whole lot less. The power of community. Are the people around you making you a better version of you or helping you to just stay complacent? Or even worse, possibly regress. The power of community. Now again, it doesn't mean you need to cut off everybody left and right. Please don't take this as a dramatic way of being. However, there are people in your life that you will need to be that positive light for. I think it's an amazing part of life when you take your own personal growth very seriously so that it can be a benefit to the people around you. The people that truly need you. The people that could use your intelligence, your guidance to push them down a better path. Absolutely. Use that for your focus. Use that for your drive. However, if you're spending the majority of your time with people that are unlike you, that are not on the same path as you, that are possibly regressing in life and have zero desire to get better, well, then that possibly is starting to show as a reflection to your own life as well. So be intentional. 90% of the people in your life, are they like-minded? Are they iron sharpened iron people? And who's that other 10% that you should pour into and very much be a light in their life? Now imagine if you enjoyed the, the concepts that I just went in deeper on with Victor's wisdom, but yet you, you didn't really fully hear and understand all the gold that he dropped. I, I'd highly encourage you to go back to the previous episode and really take notes on all the gold that he was dropping because there was a whole lot. So go back, take notes, and you've been with us on this journey of building a healthy and foundational morning routine. If at any point you feel like you've regressed or now you're starting to hit the snooze button again, you, you had progress the first couple of days, but now you're starting to struggle a bit, hey, by all means, start over. Go to episode one. Humble yourself to the process and what it means to begin something. Beginning something is usually exciting, and then it's also challenging. There's going to be inconsistencies. There's going to be days where you really don't feel like doing it, even though you know you need to. So use this series as a resource. Go back to day one and allow it to guide you, taking the homework very seriously every episode. I'm an award-winning coach. Allow this coaching mentality of learn, homework, apply, learn, homework, apply. 
allow that concept to continue to mold you as you build these routines and these systems across your life. My 4AM Motivations family, it's been one hell of a series with you all. I'm grateful that you've been on this journey with us. The last piece of your homework is now that you have all the resources, all the guidance, all the tools, all the wisdom, start to really challenge yourself. If you started off at 8 a.m. or 6 a.m. or hell, maybe even 11 a.m., whatever it is when you first started on the very first homework assignment, which was dial your routine back 15 minutes, well, now you start to truly push the boundaries and challenge yourself and push it back to the ideal time. The ideal, however realistic time. Meaning, if you've been waking up at, let's say, 6 a.m., but the ideal time was always 5, then try it. Go for it. It's in these moments where you really stretch yourself by the challenges that force you to grow. Don't resist that challenge. Embrace it. Now, What did I say, though? It is the most ideal, however realistic. Whenever we set a goal, a challenge, a homework assignment for ourselves, it needs to, one, be the ideal outcome that we want, also something that's realistic. So what am I saying? The ideal outcome is 5 a.m., but if you were to make this jump from 6 and you wanted to be on the same commitment level as me with the 3 a.m., to go from 6 to 3 is a pretty intense jump. And it isn't realistic. Now to go from six to five is a manageable jump. So be realistic with yourself when you're making that commitment of the most ideal time to start waking up. Take all of these systems, all these routines, all this wisdom and start to use it to put the final pieces together. My 4AM Motivations family, we love you. Till next time. Hey everyone, this is Chris Mazzara. Thanks again for joining us at 4AM Motivations. Please subscribe, rate, and share with others who you think would benefit from these words as well. And if you'd like to work with me directly on a one-on-one basis for personal or professional coaching, then please visit mazara.co and find out how. And just because you're a listener of this podcast, when you speak to one of the members from our team, let them know that 4AM Motivations sent you and you'll receive an extra 15% off. We look forward to hearing from you and supporting you on your growth journey.